0: Hello and welcome to our Mental Health Rocks podcast. We are on a mission to show the world that nobody is and never can be broken. Our episodes are dedicated to helping children and adults reconnect with and really understand their own mental health so that they can thrive no matter what circumstances they face. Your mental health, my mental health, our mental health rocks. So in the latest of this series of the James and Jules, just real life, the James and Jones, real experiences, the humanness of us that we all have, this week it's my turn. And most of you will know my story, most of you will know that I... I'm normally pretty healthy and pretty happy, but my experiences that I usually see anything or that I tend to be around about when I'm pregnant or when I'm trying to have babies or anything baby related, that's when like the shit hits the fan when we the that quite frankly. It has done for many years. If you've listened to last week's story, then you know it has a happy outcome, right? You know that the end of all of this, there's been, a, there's in the beginning and the end, there's a happy outcome. It's the bit in the middle, like I've got a bit messy. and. Many years ago, I I had a little boy, and the little boy only lived for 45 minutes. And this was in part due to many different cock-ups by doctors, uh, consultants, to the degree that the, um, the guidelines and rules that happened around births with consultants required changed because of it, so I got lots of apologies and all of that but afterwards okay so i went through the pregnancy i went through the labor i lost my little boy and then the um the word, the machine sort of like went into action the machine of everybody else seemingly to know better than i did what i needed um i needed to have a counselor i needed to have medication i needed to Um, speak to somebody every single week I there were just lots of experts and I didn't have any words for them I didn't have any words at all I had nothing to say Um, I had lots of internal things going on but nothing that there was just nothing to say there was just for somebody who speaks so much I didn't speak very much for quite a while and I guess it was all of the internal processing that I was doing at the time. But just very similar to James's story, there was always that, why am I doing this? This isn't making sense to me. So when, when I had this counsellor that come every week and just wanted me to tell her how, how angry I was feeling about the cock up that the hospital made that wasn't going to change the circumstance. When she wanted me to talk about the the how I felt during the week, how the fuck do you think I felt during the week? they'd just been a funeral, you know. Really, what are you expecting me to say? Um, the um, the autopsy reports, all of the different things that came through. You know, what else was I supposed to say, do, or feel? But devastated at that moment in time, there was nothing. There was nothing to say. I had nothing to say. And she kept coming week in and week out. And, and the doctor said, you know, this you need to have the, the you've got to have a coming. If you don't have a coming, you'll suffer for longer, you'll be worse, you'll have all of these things that they said I was going to have, and all of this medication I was supposed to be taking to stop all of the feeling, perhaps. But I had nothing to say. I really, that was, you know, people would come up to me and ask, what, what you have you thought if you had? <laughs> nothing to say to them. Um, the counselor, she would come every week to the house. I had nothing to say to her. There was just nothing to say. And I knew when she would come and she would sit and it was always a Wednesday and it was always 12 o'clock, Wednesday at 12, she would come. And then the Wednesday morning, I would know, think, well, "What? thinking, she's wasting her time. What's she coming for? You can't change what's done. What's done's done can't be changed. Talking about it's not going to help anybody. That's, you know, that's just how, didn't make sense. Again, didn't make sense to me to keep raking the old calls up because it wasn't going to change the outcome, right? And at that time, because... Yeah, I wasn't fully on the planet. <laughs> I certainly didn't feel like I was fully on the planet for a while. I just went along with the fact that everybody else was going to know better than I was. You know, all of a sudden, these were the experts in, in their fields. They knew, they dealt with all of this before, that I should just take the tablets. I should just do the counselling. I should just go through the motions. But I knew that wasn't right for me. So six, I think six weeks is ringing a bell in my mind. It might've been eight, but I don't think so. I basically just told her to stop coming. I says, I've got nothing to say to you. And she said, but you need, this is the fact that you're not speaking, telling me that you've got this trauma that if you don't resolve now is going to do And she give me all of this bullshit. And basically I knew she was a lovely person. But that wasn't what I needed. It wasn't what what was needed for me at that time. And, you know, we keep the door open. You can give me a few weeks. I'll come back and check on you again. And we go to fortnightly. We'll go, no, thank you. Thank you, but no, thank you. And went to the doctors. And then I told the doctors I wasn't taking the medication either. That I didn't wasn't taking the medication the medication had me feeling even more um removed from life than i already felt and i knew that that wasn't right for me i knew what i needed to do was to heal i didn't know how long that was going to take i didn't know whether it would be a month a year three years which pretty much was three years um i didn't know how long it was going to take i, I Part of me didn't want to feel, part of me didn't want to have all the stuff that was going on in my head at the time. But that, again, we're talking about this gut instinct, this gut instinct in me knew, there was, there's a, the, look, I think this, there's a story, I think it's about going on a bear hunt and it's, we can't go, can't go around it, we can't go over it, we can't go, we've got to go through it. And and I I knew I couldn't go around it, I couldn't block it out, I couldn't just you know medicate it to not feel it I had to go through it and that there was nothing wrong with me even though there was a shit ton wrong with me right but it was it, it was right that i should be feeling all of that that it was right that that i had nothing to say that everything i was feeling was right for me to feel at that moment in time and that i didn't need somebody else to tell me how I should be feeling I didn't need to meet anybody else's targets for not feeling I could just listen to myself and do what was right for me and I got it wrong lots of times I totally fucked up lots of times and this is this is you can say by the language I'm using in this podcast today right it's like it's, a little, it's always going to be wrong in some sense always but it, I knew I just had to listen to what was right for me. There's lots of experts out there. I had consultants. I had didn't miss, the amount of people that, because they obviously thought I was going to sue them as well, right? So there was like a lot of like, I had a lot of high-level people contacting me. And that never made sense to me either, because that wouldn't change anything either. So that was just never an avenue I would want to go down. But there was lots of people who knew better. So they thought, but at the end of the day, they didn't. Not one of them knew better. And while I didn't know what the right thing was at any particular time, I couldn't see into the future, I couldn't predict how long anything was gonna take. What I did know was that I just had to take the next step in front of me at that time and feel it and be it and do it and then the next step and sometimes all 20 steps back and then eventually there'll be a few steps forward. But that was that was the right thing for me, not to judge how I was feeling, not to try and hide how I was. And I don't tell everybody, I just worked through most of it myself, but to just to take the steps that made sense for me to do. That's what, that's what ever since then, I mean, you know, we all have life, we all have things that happen to us in life, and people will say, how can you be so grounded? Right. I wish I was like you. I wish I was really nice and calm. I wish I had it all together. Like hell do I have it all together? I'm human like all of us. But what I know is that all I ever do is take the next step in front of me. And it's getting me this far in life. I don't need to to get myself in a tizzy and in a spin and in a whirlwind of, of trying to figure something out. Because it's just the next step. Without having to know 20 steps ahead where I was going to be. And that to me is grounding. That to me is, is it grounding. I don't know if someone would say it's grounding. That to me is just what makes sense. Just take that step. So if you're winding yourself up over something, if you're caught and feeling something really heavy at the moment, what's the next step? listen to yourself not to all the experts it's worse now because crikey if it had been you know it was for 20 odd years ago when this happened with me if it was if it was the, the internet days that we've got now god knows what state i'll be getting myself into with all of the different stories there are and cures and, and oh goodness i would have probably been in a load more crap than i was then but let all that go let the experts go and because you're the only expert on you but you've got to listen to that expert in you. That's always showing you the next step. And this is how I always know that we're always going to deal with anything that comes up for us in life. But we can only do that by being in it and taking that next step and listening to our own intuition. Because nobody else is feeling what we feel. Nobody else is walking in our shoes. We're not doing that with anybody else. So as James said in his recording with the best will in the world people are trying to help people are doing their best to 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 be as helpful as possible but you know what's right for you james somewhere knows that he's got the button that will unmute him but he couldn't quite find it for a second so he had to check in to see where it was so sorry I couldn't find it, Jules <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story. I um I think what what stays with me is one step at a time. And you said these might not be the exact words, but feel it, be it, do it. Yeah. Every step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all we can do. The more we try and stop doing it, the more we try and run away from it, the more we try and hide from it, the more we try and <sighs> reject it. It's going to come up sooner or later. Just got to do mm-hmm. it. That's what I said. I was like, you're going on the bear hunt. You can't go around it. No. can't go over <laughs> it. can't go and doubt. You've just got to go through it. And know that nothing lasts forever. Yeah. That's it. No storm... Everlasts, every storm runs out of rain one time or another. Some will be pretty torrential, but they all run out of rain eventually. They most certainly do. Amazing. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you would like to find out more about what we are up to in the world you can follow us on instagram give us a follow at our mental health rocks or you can catch us on our facebook page which is our mental health rocks